<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm honored to have you here. We'll make this very fun and very educational. And I want to talk about, obviously, Symbiotica, the immense growth that you have been able to provide. Before you started in 2018, you you got it. What are we now? 150 million, 2023? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I'm projecting. We're, we're, we're trending to hit 120, but I've got a bet with my husband that we're going to hit 150 million. <laughs> and I always tell him, I, I don't lose. Very cool. That's, you are very inspiring. I want to talk about that. And then I want to talk about your personal life a little bit, but let's talk about, you know, how you came to work on Symbiotica. You started a year after the brand was founded, correct? That is correct. So my husband and I, I would say we're serial entrepreneurs. We spent many years in corporate America. I love corporate America. Uh, I learned a lot from it, but uh, I, I didn't have a work-life balance. I just worked all the time and I didn't have a family, so that was okay at the time. But once I had my first daughter, she was nine months. And I remember those first nine months of after giving birth to her, I was learning about her and experiencing her through the cameras of my phone. And it made me really rethink my life. It made me realize that the most, you know, I could have a big title in corporate America, I can make the executive income. But what does that mean when my daughter grows up and can really understand that mom's never around? Mm-hmm. I realized what my mother gave me growing up, which was time and love. And so I realized the most expensive commodity that I can give my daughter is time. So we both decided to resign corporate America. It was a, like, we just took a big chance on ourselves. You were at T-Mobile at the time? I was, I was at AT&T at the time. Oh, AT&T. Wow. I started out my career right after UCLA at T-Mobile and spent over like seven years there. And then AT&T recruited me. So I ended my career at AT&T and I was the director of the entire Northeast region for marketing. Oh God. Yeah, so I traveled a lot, had a big team, uh, built some incredible mentorships through the journey, but I had no balance in life and I wanted time back. So we started our first company. My husband and I opened 173 Cricket Wireless wireless stores. 
uh, nationwide. And that was very successful. We had a very successful exit. We took our profits and we started a second business. And fast forward, our fifth business is Symbiotica and how the evolution of Symbiotica came about was an old friend Hold of my on. husband. What were the other businesses? How are you just starting and selling businesses that fast? I mean, it, we it can't sounds just skip that, over that. It's amazing. It's, it sounds it sounds that fast, but it was many years. It was a I'm lot sure, of but failure. Wow. Yeah, I mean, for us, we were anything that I believe that when you ignite your passion and then you can intersect that with what you're good at, you yeah. you, you got something good. So the first business was retail. We knew that very, very good because we were in that wireless space, both of us. Mm -hmm. So we under, we helped operators build their business. So we understand we understood the the you know corporate side of things and we understood the owning and operating side of things. So that for us kind of came a second nature. And then we got involved uh with a it's called Dash Radio. It's a music platform in LR. Oh, yeah. Our office is in Hollywood there. So we're one of the owners at Dash Radio. And I'm a big music head. I love music. So that was like a no-brainer. So we helped build that company, bring in the right executives, bring in talent. My brother is the you know executive that runs all the marketing side and content right. for Dash Radio. Yeah, so it's wonderful because that it was his passion. And so he helped now run that, and operate that company. We also owned a accessory business that was accessories for wireless phones. Again, that was kind of up our alley. We wholesale that and we did that via e-commerce. So we learned a lot on the e-commerce side through that side of the business. And so the, the the journey of our businesses wasn't like we just, you know, started four businesses. It was like one after another, after another. And we learned so much through the journey. We had a lot of failures, which oftentimes people and entrepreneurs don't talk about failure. But my husband and I, we failed a lot. We had some really dark times where we were like, oh my goodness, like we've tapped into our savings. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And I love we, that you and your husband work together. Yeah, we worked. Everyone says, how do you guys work together? We've been married for 22 years. He's my yeah. best friend. And we work out together. We drop off the kids at school together. We've got a really healthy relationship and it's not easy, but we work at it. And I, you know, what I was joke with him. I'm like, we, we kind of stay in our own lanes. And mm -hmm. I mean that like out of respect. I, you know, I have tremendous amount of respect for him. He's my muse and my inspiration and the things that he does and his area of talent and skill sets is it's not, it's not what I do. I love like the operation side of the business. I love I'm the creative side. I love culture. I love people. I love that people connection. And so I think we both bring something so different to the table. And that's mm -hmm. what allows us to build and scale companies and do it successfully because I respect him and his vision and how, you know, what his idea in terms of growing the business is. And I figure out how I can plug in and support the growth. So we, we've been very fortunate. And then we have two lovely daughters that I love. And now they're much older. I've got a nine and a half year old Yasmin and my youngest is Ariana and she's eight and they're 15 and a half months apart and they understand everything. Oh, wow. So today I feel like my every move, I'm very cautious and conscious of what I do and what I say and how I act mm -hmm. because I have a responsibility to my two daughters and I want them to learn through me that as a woman, you can be anything and everything and you don't have to compromise one or the other. 
because there was a time where I was just a career woman. And at that time, I, you know, to be quite honest, I feel like I wasn't the best wife because I was so dedicated to my career. Mm-hmm. And it's why it took me 10 years to have start a family is because I was like, I, I, you know, all about my career, 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 career. And I even remember at that time, I even compromised my health. I would just wake up in the morning. I mean, I would like drink soda. And now like the thought of having soda is like so gross to me, mm-hmm. but I, I just lived a very different lifestyle. And when I realized like I have control over the narrative of my story and I'm going to change it, I'm going to start with believing in myself. I'm going to have self-love and I'm going to take a chance on me. And I very much believe in my marriage and my relationship with my husband, Shahab. And so that uh, symbiotica came about. And at that time we were well into like the journey of living a healthy lifestyle, having healthy relationships. So we were like, yes, we believe in, in this company and we believe. And so in 2018, the company had one product and didn't have infrastructure. And my husband's good friend, which is our co-founder, Shervin, he's amazing. He's a scientist. He loves the product side of things. Mm-hmm. But the, we come in with the business acumen of, you know, how do you build infrastructure? How do you build a company? How do you build culture? How do you recruit talent? So we came in with that experience and uh, he does the product, the innovation behind the products. And my husband helps with the scaling it and the distribution. So it's kind of an incredible partnership between all three of us. How did they meet? They went to high school together, right? Yeah, they knew each other. They knew each other from their high school days. Did they grow up in LA? Um, No, um, Shervin was in La Jolla and Shahab was in Orange County, but they had mutual friends. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's a beautiful story. What was the first product he launched? Omega. Oh, yeah. It was Omega, and there was one employee, and I remember when he approached my husband and said, hey, you guys really understand the business side of things. Can you join in, and, and let's let's do this? And we, I, we sat back, and we're like, all right, tell us, tell us about the infrastructure. And he was like, well, I've got one employee, and like fulfillment was out of her house. We, we're, by, that's what's happening. Like, we're in that boat right now, which is why I was like, I will give you 90% of our company to come scale this thing because I know you can Let's bring do it, it to like Let's 300 million. <laughs> so I remember saying to myself, is, is he serious? Like, how, what? right? Like, and then I was like, all right, send me, send me a package. And I was like, this is what customers are getting. I mean, I was like, I was so excited, right? I was like, this is good. Like this, yeah. for me, I was pumped. I'm like, the upside is like, endless. yeah, because I just, you must have just said, like, if we're starting it, this is a zero. So there's just only growth at this point. Only upside from here. And, you Amazing. know, that employee, I call her my family because I've gotten to know her so she's well. She's still there? She's still with us. Cool. Erica, she's our director of procurement. She's incredible. And we reflect back on the days that she was fulfilling out of her home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know how you did that. But there was so much upside. So we we brought in infrastructure, which didn't exist. At the time, my husband and I lived in Atlanta. So we lived in the East Coast. And we know that in order to have a successful business, you must show up every day as the owner and operators. So we decided to move our daughters back. Wow. I'm, ori- I'm originally, I'm, I went to UCLA. So I'm originally from Orange County. And so it was like, let's go back. Let's go back to our home base. Yeah. 
So we moved back and I remember it was the heart of COVID. So really for us, we, we kind of launched the Symbiotica 2.0 in 2019. Wow. Yeah. And so we were like, I will never forget. We had an office space and I was like, this is the rents, the rents clock. And like every, like every day, I'm like, I have no employees. I got it. I got to fire. And it was like right in that time of COVID. So it was kind of a funky time. You know, people didn't want to do that. Like, like they didn't want to come meet me in person. And yeah. So in 2019, we, we started a team. It was eight of us. And were you, you were just hiring from like Zoom, huh? But yeah, yeah, I was hiring from Zoom. And then, yeah. you know, it was like, all right, come in. And we had protocols in place for COVID. We were all masked up. And we had a very, like a good size office for only eight people. So we were spaced out, right? To left, yeah. front, to back. So, you know, it, it worked. And what were the first, you know, starting from scratch, knowing you have a great product, knowing you have a founder and the face of the brand who is so smart and has so much passion and knows so much about what he wants to do. And then you have you and your husband and Erica, who is, who are the next like three people that you knew you needed to hire for growth right away? Great. Yeah, that's a good one. So marketing, because Mm -hmm. for us, it's like, there's, there's only, you know, one share being, but how do we go out after the masses? And we also need to bring in a marketing expert that can pull data. I always say, you know, when you want to build a company and take it from a small business to a multi, multi million dollar company, you got to go off of facts and data, not mm-hmm. your opinions or what feels good. I think people will like this. No, you've got to go off data. So we decided that the first department we needed to really invest in was marketing and then IT. Because of course, you know, A, there I always say we're a tech company first. We make our products with the best technology. And then what's the experience when our consumers come onto our site? And that was just non-existent. I mean, it mm-hmm. was like a very old school site. And we said, listen, we've got to enhance the experience. We've got to engage with our customers through having this intuitive quiz where we're asking the right questions and identifying what needs we're trying to bridge the gap in, in terms of their health and um, wellness. So marketing IT, and then, you know, fulfillment is very, very important. So yeah. we, we, we partnered with a third party logistics company and we thought that was the right move um, until we would kind of identify first, you know, increase our sales to be able to bring in fulfillment in-house. So yeah. those were the three departments that we heavily invested in. And I'm sorry, to add to that, we actually also did customer experience because at the time, my husband and I, we were like, one day we were marketing, the next day we were operations, the next day we were Mm -hmm. customer service and nothing is more important in a business than your customers. So I always say, be a people first leader where your people internally are most important. And then they've got to be so inspired, motivated. They've got to really believe in what you're doing and the movement that they your customers, they feel that when they call in. And for us, I think we've got the best, exceptional customer, world-class customer experience team. Mm-hmm. And we provide them with all the knowledge and the tools. So customer, uh, you've got to invest in a customer experience team. And we call it customer experience versus customer service because we want to be a part of the experience with our customers. Well, even when you say that, like how I felt when you said customer experience was very different than how I feel when you say customer service and it just feels like somebody is answering uh, annoying questions like back and forth that, and it's an unpleasant experience, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, because that interaction, oh my God, like I do our customer service for Baroncini and like somebody got something delivered and it didn't show up and it said delivered from USPS. And she's like, I want a full refund. And I was like, it's not really kind of doesn't work like that, but like, because it's, it's for USP. And I just was like, I'm just going to personally refund you. And like, here's the coupon for the next time. Can you just see these, like people get so mad so quickly if they mm-hmm. have a bad experience with a brand and you lose them in four seconds Yeah, without yeah. even, without even coming up with a solution, they're out the door. So yeah. for you guys to notice right away that it needs to be an experience for your customers is just beautiful. Thank you. And a lot of companies, they take customer experience overseas because it's a lot cheaper to do that mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, you know, cost. But for us, that was also very personal. It's like, no, our customers, we want, we want that personal connection where if I call, I know that I can speak with Tony and Tony knows who I am. Tony knows my products. It's, it's creating that personal touch and personal experience um, because we really want to be a part of the journey with our customers. Do they all take the product? I'm sure they must, right? You must give them a whole one of everything and say, here's what you're telling people to take. We, well, we give all of our, um, I say all of our teammates, the products, because first and foremost, we want them to try it and firsthand have experience with what it is that they like, they didn't like how it made them feel. Uh, And then we provide a lot of product training We've since, you know, 2019, which is what I consider to be the start of the company to now, 2023, uh, we've brought in so many experts. We've got a product specialist. We do a, a, she, she does a lot of lives with Sherry and her name is Lauren. And she's just exceptional because she explains the product very differently than Sherry So I feel like depending on how you learn, you, cool. you, know, you either learn through him or through her, but she just explains it differently. And then as a woman, I like to know what her experience is because I'm, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we're a woman-led company, meaning that majority of our, our, our team here are women. And I always say women just do it better. <laughs> I'm very lucky that I have got such a supportive husband who is an advocate for women. I mean, he's like, we, we joke because we've got a puppy and she's also a female. And he's like, I'm just surrounded by women. Uh, but he always says a happy life is a happy wife. But um, so we've, you know, majority of our team here were women and then a customer base, predominantly women. So, you know, it's just like, it just works out that, you know, we brought in this expert, she's a female and she talks about the products from her experience. And so we've just grown the, the teams, we've grown the infrastructure, we've brought in more resources for the teams to be successful. And we love to have a lot of one-on-ones with our teammates and our leaders to understand what is it that you guys need to be successful. Mm. And it's, it's tough sometimes coming in as a business owner and operator and just, it's not tough, but like, you've got to put your ego aside and say, listen, this is about what they need. And then you also have to say like, for me, I did marketing, but we've got an entire marketing team here. I've res- we've brought in talent and I would say, you've got to bring in talent. You've got to get out of their way and trust that they're going to do their job very well and that you've hired them for a reason. So even though I have marketing experience, I don't get involved unless they ask me to plug in because okay. I trust the talent that we brought in. And I think that that's sometimes very hard for operators 
and, and owners to do because they want to plug into every department, but you've got to trust the talent that you've hired. That's so smart because nothing will dim someone's light more instantly than being micromanaged by somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say, I, I again, corporate America, I had many years where I was micromanaged and those were the years I was probably my least productive. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I didn't like the way I felt. So here I always say, when you walk through the door, I want you to feel good. And and we, we as the leaders of Symbiotica, play a big role in that. What was the moment that you knew it was working? Did you have that, oh shit, like, you know, today we woke up and there were this many sales or yes. we got it. I mean, was it what day, like, take me through that moment. Yeah. So, okay. So then once we started, so we, my husband and I infused the company with a lot of our own money to obviously build oh, did this you out. Do any, did you raise any money at all? No, Amazing. no, we're, we're self, we're self-funded. Hell so yeah. my husband and I decided that, all right, we're going to take what we've earned from our other businesses and hundred percent invest in Symbiotica because we believe in this and we're moving across the coast for this. So if we're going to do it, we're going all in. Yeah. So we went, we went all in and CEO here, I, run all the operations. And so anyway, so we heavily invested and we've learned through all of our experience um, through the businesses that we had on like what we need to do to grow out the company. But we remember the days where it was like, what, $150 of sales, like, God, like, you know, just like, and I, 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 you know, we used Shopify and like most companies do, and they've got that like ring every time you get like a, oh, yeah, a sale. And I love that. I don't know why, but it's for me, it's like so inspiring. And it wasn't necessarily like, oh, we made, you know, whatever dollars. It was like, yes, we got another person that believed in what we're doing. Yeah. So the fact I, that somebody went online and filled in their information and spent their money on this thing yes. like is incredible. It's, it is it is incredible. And I still have that bing on today. I mean, I remember I was like, I, I got to turn it off because I'm going to go on a ride. <laughs> but I love that. And I remember there were days where it was like, we were doing all the right things and customers weren't showing up. The sales weren't there. Mm. And we were like, what are we doing? I mean, did we make the right move? Whoa, we've just put a whole lot of money into this company. Mm-hmm. But we were like, no, we believe in what we're doing. We've got to, we A, have to provide the best customer experience. And then secondly, we've really got to educate our customers, not on like, oh, buy our product, but really educate them on their health, educate them on the the root like benefits of some of these ingredients. And that's going to lead them to know, oh, well, what product has this ingredient? Mm. So edu- education, I think is so powerful. And in the time of COVID, we were really fortunate that people also took the investment of, I want to really take better care of myself. I want to really start reading labels. And so it just worked out. The timing worked out for us in terms of people wanting to really reinvest back into themselves, reclaim their health. And then we being the company that was there, that you know, making everything with transparency, everything organic, no synthetics, no fillers, non-GMO. So I feel like the timing was just perfect. perfect. And we invested on really educating the customers out there about, listen, you've got to invest in your health and your health is wealth. So in, you know, we're here once you've identified what gaps you've got and where we've got to help you know, bridge the gap in, your, in the modern diet or whatever it is you're trying, if it's more energy, gut health, whatever it is, we first wanted to educate our customers and then 
you know, introduce our products. And now you're a $150 million projection. <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy. So 2019, we ended the year with a $1 million and we were like stoked, like, yay. And for yeah. my husband and I, we have got a very competitive like we're very competitive and we're very ambitious. So we were like, we can't give up. We can't give up. Like people believe. And then in 2020, we ended the year at 6 million. And then that, that was like, oh my God, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Like, I want to, I want to go international 2021, 14 million, 2022, 41 million. And then from 41 million now we're at triple digits. And where are most of the sales coming from? E-commerce? Or you're, or, I mean, no. you have a lot of great wholesalers. Yeah, we've got great wholesalers. We're in a lot of spas and wellness centers now. But we've also, we're, you know, we've we've grown in different markets. Like we're in Canada. We'll be in, cool. we've got a lot of Australian customers. Um, we'll be launching in uh, UAE uh, come this year. So we're wow, looking- that must be the wow. That is just unbelievable growth. It, it is, you know, I have to say, I've got, I've got, I love the stories I get. I had a friend who was traveling to Dubai and there, there he is. And he's like in the first class lounge. And he's like sending me this video. He's like, Dorana, you'll never believe I met. He's like, I know you'll believe this. So he gets, he gets the people in the video <laughs> and they're like, hi, we're going to Dubai. We love Symbiotica. And then they like pull out their Symbiotica products. And I was like, it really, it was, it was an emotional moment because I'm like, we're really changing lives. I won't this go anywhere powerful. without all my symbiotica packets. Thank I you, truly Emma. won't. And I'm so happy now that I have them because, you know, I'm married to somebody who grew up not going to the doctor. It's like not, wasn't a part of his culture. It was something that was reserved for like very wealthy people. So I remember we were dating uh, and he got really sick and we were long distance and I sent him ginger shots and green juice and vitamin C and he was horrified and wouldn't touch any of it. And I've been trying to get him to take vitamins for years. And like the only vitamins we'll take are symbiotica because they taste good. Like oh. it's unbelievable. I'll even put the vitamin C in his sparkling water and he's like, loves it. Like it becomes yeah. because they, and you just can read, I mean, so clearly as somebody who's been you know, somebody who likes to take care of their health to be able to read the ingredients and understand that there's no fillers in there. Like it, it's perfect for everybody. Cause if you know what you're taking, you know, that you're taking something that's really good. And if you don't know anything, you don't care because it tastes good and it doesn't bother you to take it. You know, and you feel yeah. good without the like, I don't want to take that. Or I don't want to smell those pills or blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's really just incredible. Thank you. Thank you. We put a lot of love into what we do and it goes into so much R&D before we launch a product. I mean, I can't imagine. It, it's so personal for us. I, mm-hmm. they, everyone in the office laughs because I've got a palate of a four-year-old. So it's like, all right, we're, we're about, all right, we, the, 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 you know, the different, let's do the taste test. And it's like, it's like give it to Dorana because. If you if like she, it, she, everyone's going to like it. She, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she likes it. Everyone will like it. And that's the other thing that I'm incredibly proud of is we've, we've made amazing pure raw like great products that taste good hearted typically you have a product it's like does all the stuff it's supposed to do but then it doesn't taste good so again the journey sounds like wow from a million to 150 million which is what i'm projecting i'm going to challenge my husband so at the end of the year i'm going to reconnect with you and say i told you so but to go from a million to 150 million We've gone through a lot of ups and downs, a lot of failures, but we never stopped believing in ourselves and we never stopped believing in what we were doing. 
And for us, Symbiotica is a lifestyle. It's not, I'm going to take a supplement today and then forget about it three days, but it's like, it's a lifestyle. Like we want, we want to plug into your life in a very big way. And we have some really exciting things cooking up our sleeve for this and year. I can't imagine the next things that you have. Because how many products do you have right now? We've got uh, a little 39. Or wow. skews, I say skew, but products 39. And can you say the next launches you have? No, I'm sure you have. So uh, I can't say, but what I'll share with you is that when we, you know, talk internally about when we say symbiotic as a lifestyle and we want to be a movement, what does that really mean? Like, let's sit back and like really think about that. And for us, we want to be in your life in a much bigger way. So today we fill the gaps in the modern diet through our supplements, but then we want to be in your home. We want to help, you know, provide that same care and aid for your pets. We want to, we want to think about your children. So when you think Mm -hmm. about holistically your entire life, we want it to be like, I live symbiotica lifestyle, like symbiotica is, you know, in my home, my pets, my children, and I take symbiotica and it's, you know, maybe, you know, how you, you know, your personal care, your home care. So we want to, we want to show up in a very big way and really change lives. Well, it's a relief for the customer because I know already that I can trust you guys wholeheartedly. So any other product, you're literally just coming up with a solution for me, a solution that I didn't even know that I needed, right? Like whether it's something I can ingest or put on my skin, our biggest organ or anything, like as long as there's a symbiotica on it, I'm like, oh, cool. You guys made body soap. Duh. Like, oh, you made a shower filter. I want that. Oh, you made stuff for my dog. Definitely doing that. Whatever for my kids. Like you just have that trust in your customer so much that like, whatever you're selling, we're buying. Thank (laughs) you. Really, truly. I want to talk about you. How has the journey been for you? You know, as somebody who used to wake up and drink a soda, you must like have had a huge overhaul in your life, really living like the symbiotica lifestyle, right? Like how has this changed your life for the better on a daily basis? So before the soda, I actually would love to just share with you my childhood. My childhood was actually very dark because my father was very strict And I consider myself to be Afghan American. I'm very Americanized. I left there when I was a baby. And so I don't even, I don't remember Afghanistan, but I love my culture. I love my people of Afghanistan. I do a lot of philanthropy work today to help support the women and children of Afghanistan. But my dad was so cultured. I mean, he came to America and had a difficult time embracing the American culture. I remember when I wanted to wear shorts, he was like, what? And I'm not talking about like booty shorts. I'm talking about like shorts up to my knees. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I I didn't have the best and healthiest relationship with my father. And there were, to be really vulnerable with you right now, there were times where I was like, I don't even, I don't think I can make it. Like my dad brings me such misery that mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't have like goals and dreams beyond just like, I just need to survive. I need to survive. I've got to educate myself. I need to be able to stand on my own two feet when I'm out of this like t- jail, which I called home. And my mom's love was my rock and my foundation. And she always reminded me not to give up. And in high school, I 
didn't do all the things that the high school kids did. I could never go out. I mean, I mm. didn't go to like, it was just a lot of weird, like I, I couldn't go to the dances and I was sure. like, I don't understand. Like I'm, I'm American. This is like normal. And during those times that I couldn't do anything, I spent a lot of time with myself mm-hmm. and I, now I could, I could pinpoint what that was. But during that time, I turned my pain into power and I, I learned what self-love was. And I would re-remind myself that no one can curate my story besides me. Mm-hmm. And no one can, no one can put me down. If I believe in myself, then I know that I'm unlimitless. So for me, it was like a big goal of mine to get accepted to UCLA. I got to, you know, I'm big on like manifesting. Mm-hmm. Got accepted to UCLA. Then after UCLA, I was like, you know what? I want to be like this powerful businesswoman. I want to be in Forbes. I want to, you know, I mean, I, I want to, I want to change the lives of women because the women, the, the women from my country, their rights are stripped from them daily. They don't even have any lights, uh, rights. And I always say a woman is the light of your home. So why would you want to dim that? Why would you want to dim the lights? So I'm fortunate to be married to a strong man who and I just got emotional me. thinking about how you must have just manifested like the perfect husband for you and how odd that, you know, to be, to understand your, what a blessing that you understand how it is to be. My husband loves me the way that your husband loves you. It's a special thing. Yeah. And what a gift coming, having that after having your dad treat you like that. Yeah. And now yeah. having two daughters. And now having two daughters and I'm so happy to have daughters because I want to share with them my story. Mm-hmm. I always say in order to know where you're going, you must know where you've come from. And I'm proud to say that I'm from Afghanistan. I'm, you know, it's like, of course. I, I, I want to pave the women. I want to pave the way for women around the world to know that they can be anything and everything, no matter what adversity they're going through. Mm-hmm. They still, they still are the artists painting the picture to their life, to their dream, to whatever it is that they aspire. And so I'm very lucky to have my husband. I can't even imagine my life without him because he's the one that inspires me every day to show up, to show up to the gym. Like we work out five days a week and Mm -hmm. I, it's important for me to, I like to be attractive for him and I like to, you know, show up and not say, okay, I've been married 22 years. Like who cares how I look? Yeah, I'm already married. But I want him to be more in love with me every day. I always say to him, I want you to be more in love with me than you were yesterday. So today I'm going to think about what it is that I can do to pour into that, to make nice you feel to that not way. not take the love for granted, you know? Yeah, no, not at all. And I think it's half the battle when you've got a really healthy relationship, because mm-hmm. whatever your goals and dreams are, you're building it together. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really powerful. I feel that there's a time for women, it's like either you are committed to your career and that's it, or you're just a homemaker and you're at home. But times have changed and we as women need to tout the message that we can be it all. You can be a wife, you could be a mom, you could be a businesswoman, and you can all do it successfully without compromising one over the other. Absolutely. I agree. It's hard finding that balance because, I mean, you had to do it too, right? By setting up a boundary, quitting your job, rediscovering what that means for yourself. It must be amazing for you as a leader of a company to say, this is how we work. We work better. I'm not driving you all into the ground. I mean, I can't imagine how incredible it must be to have a boss like you, one who understands that you do need to go home and be with your family. I'm sure you've created very healthy boundaries with your employees so they could live their best life and want to continue working for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've, we offer personal training for all of our employees and I was, yeah. Oh my it's cool, God. right? Yeah. So <laughs> we, we offer personal training and I always tell the employees, if you feel your best, you bring your best. Not talking about work. I'm just talking about personally. And personally, I want you at your best. Mm-hmm. And how can I help you get there? So that's one. The other thing is in all my years in corporate America, I remember like, I didn't feel like it was like real relationships, like real environment where people cared, right? So in all of our businesses, the number one thing for us is being authentic with our employees, really getting to know them. I do this thing with all, obviously not all my employees, but my executive assistant will select one to two employees a month where I have lunch with them. And I'll tell you, I actually love it. The first time we did it, the first time we did it, the employee was very nervous and like prepared <laughs> for it. So it was like, let me really get to know my job. Let me get to know the products. And I remember, like, I remember she was so nervous. Like I could, I could see her like just, just sweating. And I thought there's something wrong here. Like mm-hmm. what, 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 it, what, it, what was she told? And I said, I kicked it off by saying, we're not talking about work at all. You've given me the gift of time, one hour of your time. I just want to get to know you. Like, mm-hmm. tell me, tell me about you. Tell me about like your family. Tell me about your parents. Like, what do you love? What are you passionate about? What upsets you? And it's one of the most valuable things that I do because it gives me authentic time with my employees for us to get to know one another. And I think there's this, this like this relationship that we build. And when you have that relationship with someone, you, you're committed to them. You don't want to, you know, failing them is failing yourself because on both sides because i'm sure they feel more comfortable telling you hey this thing that's happening is like kind of not working where that's never an option at companies usually Mm -hmm. and an employee becomes more miserable and more resentful until they find another job or get fired because of their poor performance Yeah, yeah i mean what an incredible way to eliminate something that happens on a daily basis by just just human connection, which by the way, is the one thing that makes people the most happy and live longer anyway. Yeah. And I love to do what I call pop-up events and surprises here at the office. So randomly on like a Monday, I'll have happy hour where it's like mimosas for everyone. And it's like, (laughs) why not? Why not? It's Monday. We all had to, we all showed up. So let's have fun while we're doing it. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo. I brought in a mariachi band. Amazing. It was played throughout the whole office. So I, I think that part of it's like everyone's got to work, right? Everyone's working mm-hmm. because financial responsibilities, maybe personal, professional goals you've got. But I always say the difference between a good and great leader is a great leader will change that desire in you from I have to work to I want to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I'm most proud of isn't necessarily our growth it's the culture here at symbiotica it's the Mm -hmm. people of symbiotica it's like what we've built here and i have friends that say to me why do you go to work every day i mean company's thriving yeah you don't have to you could pop in one day a week and do your thing but i love to that's amazing i love to i love the energy i love the relationships i've built i love being a part of the team we have here and so I'm so grateful for each and every one of them. And again, I think having gratitude in life is very important. So I'm I'm very grateful for them. I'm, you know, 
humble enough to say that today Symbiotica wouldn't be where we are at today without the team that we've got. Yeah, of course. And what a reflection of you, by the way, because, you know, I say this about so many companies I've worked for. You can tell what the leadership looks like at the top immediately by the happiness or misery of the employees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's evident very quickly. Company culture is a real thing and it comes from the top instantly. And I don't think enough founders, re- I mean, there's been a reckoning the last few years with so many brands being like, and and employees being like, I refuse to work like this and be unhappy anymore. But I mean, especially for a brand like yours, where you are providing people with something, you know, a product that ultimately is for their best interest it only makes sense that it's being reflected on a daily basis in your work environment. What does your yes. day-to-day look like? What are the habits that you, like, I'd love to just know what, like, do we, are we waking up early? Are we meditating? What's the workout? The whole thing. I'm sure yeah. it's fantastic. So I'll share it with you. You can tell me if you think it's fantastic. I do this. <laughs> so what my Monday to Friday looks like is I, please, please don't laugh at me, but this is very real. So half of my home is glass. I love glass. I love natural sunlight. So I wake up every morning and the first thing that I do is we've got this door that goes out to our our deck and I like to stand outside and just take a moment to say thank you. I really want to start doing that. I, it almost makes me emotional because part, when people talk about, you know, how do you manifest? I'll tell you, I, I can manifest anything. My husband oftentimes is afraid. He's like, please don't think about something. Please, I'm, <laughs> I'm begging you. But I think manifestation is very powerful. And part of it, I think there's a few pillars in order to be able to manifest what it is that you want is that your karma has to be good, but mm-hmm. you have to live a life of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up every day and I take a moment to just say, thank you. I close my eyes. And in that moment, I am not just, I think of gratitude, but I think about what is it that I'm trying to accomplish today? What are my goals personally, professionally? And then after doing that, and again, that's just like, you know, just a quick few minutes, I head down, I wake up my daughters. I want to be the first person that they wake up to. And yeah. I love playing music throughout my house because- I do too. I love music. It's a great music. way to wake up. It's a great way to wake up your kid too. I do it to Carmela. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. Today, I hear so many people are healing themselves through sound. And I'm like, I, it's crazy. I, I, I think that's how I healed my, myself, my journey, my childhood, because I always listen to music. I love music. Mm-hmm. So we've always got music playing throughout the house. And the night before- What time do you wake up? I wake up 536. Okay. I knew, yeah, I knew this was an early, an early wake up. I think it, it depends <laughs> on like the night before, what was I doing? And yeah, yeah. I, I love to meditate before I go to sleep. So after waking up the girls, they're getting ready. I come back upstairs, I get ready and I leave the house with my gym clothes on. My husband and I, we drop off the girls to school. After dropping them off of school, we had a quick workout before we hit the office. So every morning I do a quick 30 minute workout. Oh, wow. Just 30 minutes. That's great. Yes. And I've tried it all. I did the one hour. I wasn't consistent. I did one yeah. hour, one day a week. Then I was like 45 minutes. And that was also tough. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do 30 minutes and I'm going to give 30 minutes my all. So I do a quick 30 minute hit workout and I do the intermittent fasting. So I've had nothing, just, just water. And I love my workouts. It's right close to the office and there is a shower there. So I get ready right. at my gym. 
And then I head to the office. And by then I already feel like I've won my day. I made my bed, I've hit the gym, I dropped my kids off. So, and I've worked out with my husband. So I feel like, okay, I'm like, I have a healthy relationship with my husband. We went to the gym together. I'm a good mom. I dropped off my kids. Totally. Mm-hmm. Self-love. I went to the gym. I took care of myself. And then I come into the office and I start my day. My first thing that I, I eat is I do a green juice. It's actually right here. And I, I put my super greens in here. So I love that. And that carries me over right until lunchtime. So I'm in the office the whole day until I have to pick up my girls from school. So um, the uh, right around like three o'clock, I leave the office. My husband and I go and we pick up the kids from school. I bring them home. And I'm still connected because our office is open. So I'll get back on email or I have my conference calls or interviews. But the fact that you were able to pick them up from school is incredible. And it does make sense that you could do that. And then obviously keep working. They have to do their homework. So it's like you just get them home and get their little routine started and you're finishing up your day. That's really incredible. That should be, that's awesome. Thank you. And so what I do is I know that I still have like a three hour window of Mm -hmm. work and I've got to give my undivided attention to my team. So I've got them set up with the tutor. Then after tutor, they've got piano lessons. Perfect. So they're doing all their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what, what they remember is that mommy and daddy picked me up. You were there for them when they were at that, which is being picked up that like, remember if your mom was like ever late and you were like, like the panic, my dad. I can remember the times my dad picked me up from school because they were so few. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And you're both there to pick them up. Both of us, both of us. And I always, we get in the car in the evenings and I say, no matter what happened at work now, when we get our daughters, this is about them. Mm -hmm. And I tell the team in this, you know, 20 minutes, ma'am, when I got my picking up my kids, Unless it's an emergency and something's burning down, just give me 20 minutes to just be with them. And yeah, that's right. like, and you know, they get in the car and they're both talking over one another, but they feel heard. They feel mm-hmm. like mommy and daddy care. We're like, tell us what happened today. What did you eat for lunch? And we always joke, we're like, any drama, you know, who was nice to one another? Tell me about something nice you did for one of, one of your girlfriends, one of your friends. So it's, it's, it's great. So they feel very fulfilled that mommy and daddy are there in their lives. And we plug in when it's important for them. And I feel fulfilled because I'm still working from home. And then when the office shuts shuts down, that's my time where I say, I put my little domesticated hat on and I love to cook. So I cook dinner for my husband and I ask the kids to come up and like, as I'm cooking, they're talking. And sometimes I get them involved to help cook or help, you know, clean up a little bit or set the table. And as a family, we have dinner. I love to have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. My weakness, I love my wine. That's probably why I love my glutathione. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I know a little pro tip. If you take a couple of those before you go to bed, your hangover kind of disappears. Yep. Yep. It's great for gut health. So <laughs> I, um, fam- we have, you know, our family dinners every single night and the kids head down by 7 p.m. And that's, I always say to them, don't come upstairs unless it's an emergency. Or there's a fire down there, but this is mommy and daddy's time. I had that too. I was not allowed in my parents' room after a certain time because that was their time. Yeah. I had and to be bleeding. <laughs> yes, yes. And and my girls go, but mommy, mommy, does that mean you love me? You love him more than us? And I'm like, yes, it does. Well, because if you don't love him, then how is the family structure supposed to operate? 
Yeah. And I'm not afraid to say that. I'm like, I do. I actually love daddy more than I love you because without daddy, there'd be no be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I teach them art, how important our time is mommy and daddy time. And during that time, we talk, we reflect. I love music. So on my, my main floor, there's no TV. It's just music. So I'm like, you're kind of, yeah, you're kind of stuck. So I light up some, I light some candles. We have a glass of wine and we just, we talk. Sometimes it's work stuff. Sometimes it's, you know, obviously personal things, but it's, it's our time. And I love that time because it's our time where we unwind and we decompress about the day and what went well, what didn't, you know, we'll talk about the gym, like, oh, you crushed it today. Or I did this new workout. I really loved then after that, I, I had I head to my room and I'm very into like my skincare regimen. So he has a lot of respect for like my crazy things that I do. I <laughs> use the light therapy every night. I'm trying to keep it young and I'm trying to keep my skin glowing. So I love to listen to affirmations. I put on my AirPods. I listen to affirmations while I'm either masking or doing a light therapy. And that's the last, those are the last thoughts that I go to bed with. And they're positive powerful thoughts that leave me feeling that when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm going to own and crush my day. You don't, do you have, I mean, you have Instagram. Do you look at it that much? I try to stay off of it because to me, it's very easy for Instagram to be toxic. And as women, we're always like, how can we, how can I look better? To tuck this in a little way. So it's like, I I don't, I don't want that to be the last thing I go to sleep with. I want to go to sleep with I need to what are some that. what are some words to like ignite me? Where you know I need some words to really like inspire me. You know, just get my mind going of like what I'm capable of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so I want to go to bed feeling zen, empowered, and yeah, that's that's not Instagram for me. It's not for me either, my friend. But I get so I need to. I know it's. I need to drop it. We and by the way, we get in bed and. Every night we get in bed, my husband goes, this is my favorite time of day with you. We're like, I love just being in here with you. Like, me too. And then sometimes we'll just like zone out. Sometimes it's kind of good because we watch like funny things and we're, and we like laugh or whatever. It's like a little bit of a break from the intensity, you know, but then the last couple of days, even last night, he said, I'm going to put my phone away. You don't have to, but he's like, I'm going to put my phone away so I can just be more available. And I was like, I unfortunately have like work to do on my computer. And I was like, if you want to sit by the fire with me and like do something by the fire, like I'll do my computer work, just like images but that, you know, and he was like, okay. And so we came up with like a nice little, where we could like still be together and I could still get my work done. Then I asked him to help me with my work. Cause I always love his opinion. And I was like, okay, we hit like a nice little stride where we didn't have to like sacrifice the things we needed to do, but it didn't become this thing. You know, you just, it's all very intricate and difficult, but I think that yeah. there are, if you, if you have a good communication you can, you can have evenings that, that are like that, you know, yeah. it doesn't have to and, be like, well, you're on your I, phone and I don't want to right, be on your right. and, and look, and I think as entrepreneurs, there are times where, yeah, you're going to have to be on your phone. There's, and off, there's a lot of nights where I'm like, okay, I have to remember to do this tomorrow. So yes, I, I go into my calendar or I create my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay too. That's healthy because you wake up the Absolutely. next day knowing the things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's balance and, you know, you've got to, everyone's just got to figure out what it is that works for them. One last question before we go. And you don't have, I mean, this is really personal. Is your dad still alive? My dad is. My dad's still alive. He lives in Orange County. 
And today, my father is incredibly proud of who so I've he become. He must be so proud of you. Yeah, it actually makes me very emotional because what he doesn't know is that a lot of my my childhood trauma and pain came from him. Mm-hmm. And so I am very grateful for it because it's made me who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fighter. I always say I'm an Afghan snow leopard. I'm a fighter, but I just think that there was other alternative ways to showing me love and just being a father. I think it's fine. It's men of that age and men of that culture, they do not know. Yeah. And the unknown to them, like a beautiful daughter being in America, having access to all the things that they have is stripped from them where he is from is the scariest thing in the world for him. So him locking you up and keeping you away is what he thought that unfortunately was his way of showing you love. Yes. Yes. You're a hundred percent right. And today I've forgiven him for everything. I've forgiven him for who he is because my perspective changed. I realized that the end of the day, my hardships, my childhood, my trauma, those dark times, it has made me Dorana Elmi. And I wouldn't have met my husband and I wouldn't have, wouldn't have the beautiful life I have today without that experience, without that journey. That journey has made me who I am. So I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to ensure that I really like the foundation of our home with my children is love. It's how daddy loves mommy. It's how we love you. And so it's love, it's respect, it's being, you know, everything we can solve things without like fighting without getting loud. So I just take that childhood experience and and learn from it. And today I do a lot for my father. Like he's 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 elder and he's he's needs a lot of things. And so my brothers and I we do a lot for him. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it because he's taught me to to be a good person, to mm-hmm. to forgive. And no matter what hardships you're going in life, allow that to ignite you, allow that to be a stepping stone. Just don't be a victim. Don't be a victim to life and your hardships. I mean, that's so paralyzing to so many people. And I mean, have you read that book, Grit? There, The most successful people in the world have had adversity and it's the grit that has made them yeah. successful. So yeah. I think we have a lot to worry about for our children because I'm like, yes. What grid are you going to have, little princess, in your pink room? <laughs> yeah, the, the Wi-Fi is not working. And I'm like, well, well, here we go. Here we go. You know, there's there's an amazing book that one of my mentors wrote. His name is Ralph De La Vega. He wrote a book called Obstacles Welcomed. So mm-hmm. I encourage you to read that. But he talks about how in life you've got to really embrace and welcome all the obstacles that you go through because it's that adversity that defines who you are in life. Absolutely. I am in love with you, I think. Thank you oh for God. talking to me. I, I, I have to say, I love women. So I love you too. And I cannot <laughs> thank you enough for having a platform like this where us women can come and speak openly and freely. And if you and I can inspire <clears throat> one young girl, mm-hmm. right? One young girl, give her hope. Then I know that every day you and I are not just living, but we're truly alive. So thank you. No, thank you. I'm honored to be able to, I can't believe that I get to wake up and do this for a living. So we're the luckiest people in the world. Thank you so much for your time. Everybody who's listening, we have ample information about Symbiotic Care will be in the caption of this podcast and the information. And I am the biggest fan of this brand. I mean, I post about it constantly. So thank you for providing such a wonderful product for all of us, because it has truly transformed the way, I mean, especially as a woman with PCOS, like the magnesium is 
yeah. chef's kiss to die for. And it tastes great. Well, thank you for all of your love and support. If there's anything that you need in terms of products, please let me know. I look forward to keeping in touch with you. And I look forward to talking to you again at the end of the year to see who won, my husband (laughs) or I. (laughs) Who's getting a new car? (laughs) Yes, no, but it's, I don't lose. So we're going to hit that 150 million mark. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day today. You too, bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.